The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys, Rob Terrier. Right, um, social media and things like that, you need to have an audience on. You need to have someone that's going to listen to you, otherwise you are not going to get your message out there. It's a plain and it's as simple as that. If you don't have an audience, nobody is going to listen. Now, everyone starts the same. All of the big top influencers have got massive audiences and things like that, and the celebrities and things like that, they have all got audiences, but they all started out the same. They didn't have anything. They had to build it from nowhere. So we all start the same, but there are some certain things you can do to build your audience quickly. And this video is where I'm gonna talk about borrowing somebody's audience. Sounds a bit bizarre, because can you borrow an audience? Well, yes, you can, because there's a few different ways of doing it. Um, I'll run through the seven different audiences you can borrow. Podcast, number one. Number two, public speaking at events. Number three, networking. Number four, Facebook groups. Number five, guest blogs. Number six, articles in trade mags. Number seven is engaging with celebs and influencers, borrowing their um, audience. So if you basically borrow their audience, um, certain ones of these may have already have absolutely massive following. Some podcasts have got people that are downloading millions of them a week. Rob Moore gets hundreds of thousands of downloads per podcast, per day, per week, things like that. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, his podcast gets massive, massive um, amounts of downloads. Now, if you can get yourself on the podcast, be interviewed, anything like that, and then talk about whatever it is you're doing, that is going to get your hijacking their their audience. You are going to that people are automatically from there. They're going to go and follow that. I have managed to get um, Rob Moore. Now, everyone knows Rob Moore's got the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. He talked about my Humble Entrepreneur podcast on that. It was only a brief minute or two talking about it, almost giving me a plug for it. But that day and that week that happened, it changed the um, amount of downloads and the amount of listens and the amount of followers I got by over 200% compared to what I would normally organically get without it. So getting on that podcast was an absolutely massive boost um, for my podcast, it got it talked about. But from there, you get a trickle down effect because they go from the podcast and they go and find you on social media and they like you, they follow you on social media, that kind of thing. So it all has a trickle down effect from there. So if you can get yourself on somebody's podcast, this is why people are going crazy at the moment about podcasts, getting on other people's podcasts. Now, you can do this as a joint thing, because if you've got a podcast, they've got a podcast, you can do a dual episode. So you're borrowing their audience and they're borrowing yours. So believe it or not, if you have got a podcast, you're more likely to get on a podcast if you do a dual episode and promote the pair of them. So you're both promoting it because you're promoting it to two lots of audiences rather than the one. They know that you want to get on to promote to their audience. Likewise, they also know that they can get on your audience and promote to your audience. So both of you are getting a win out of it. And let's be honest, if we can both get a win out of doing something, it's going to be better for us both. So that's number one, podcast. Trust me, they are massive at the moment. 
they are growing. There's a lot of talk about people saying that um, Clubhouse is going to replace podcasts. I don't think it's going to personally because Clubhouse is just a one-on tune in, listen, there's no record function at the moment. You can't replay it. The beauty of podcasts is you can replay them, that kind of thing. And it doesn't just end at the interview. That is the beauty with a podcast. It goes out there. It's put out in the public domain. It is all over the world. It is massive. It is a huge audience. My podcast, Humble Entrepreneur Podcast, is listened to in about 90 different countries now, all over the show from some places that you've never even heard of. So trust me, it's a massive, truly, truly global audience. And if you can get on somebody, it's why, every, it's why I get millions of people, not millions literally, but thousands of people requesting to come on my podcast a year because they know they can jump on and they can get to my audience doing it that way. So you have to be a little bit careful because you don't just want every Tom, Dick and Harry on there as your podcast. So you need to make a good show of it. And having your own podcast does that because they can borrow your audience like you can borrow theirs. So that's number one, podcasting. Number two, public speaking at events. Now, there are loads of events, things like Expert Empires and things like that going around. And Rob Moore lays on these massive, massive uh, online summits and things like that. Um, if you can get yourself into one of those as a guest speaker, keynote, preferably you can get keynote, and not only can you charge a fee for doing it, but at the same time, there is a global ready-made audience there. There's five, 600, however many people. Some of these events have thousands of people attending. So this is why people love to go and do public speaking, um, because it gives them a ready-made public audience there in front of you. And the chance Cypher is one of the big influencers, one of the big followers, and like people like doing the big groups, then, it's not just going to be um, put out as a live as a live event. Once it's live, it's then going to get broken down. It's then going to go onto things like YouTube. It's going to go onto their channels. It's going to get promoted by them. And they are doing the promotion to their audience of you. So if you can get yourself into public speaking events, it will be massive for you. And it will massively grow your audience because you're, firstly, you're seeing you're associated with it. So you've got to be a good person to know, to follow, that kind of thing. But secondly, they are actively promoting you to them. So get on to public speaking if you can. Number three then is networking. If you go networking um, in the good old days when we used to do face-to-face -face networking, there could be 15, 20, 30 people all in a room. That is an audience. Now, even better, if you can twin that uh, with like, for example, for networking, they used to do things called foresights in their networking, which is a 15 to 20 minute um, talk on something you wasn't allowed to sell you wasn't allowed to pitch but you got to talk and you got to be seen as an expert in there and that then if you've got 30 people 20 people however many people it may be you're standing there talking to them it's a ready-made audience for you again and again they're going to want to connect with you they're going to want to follow with you they're going to see you as an expert in your field talking about it. you may not necessarily need to sell to them at that event at the networking because at the end of the day market uh, networking is just marketing for you um, but it's marketing to a ready-made audience. There is a network of people out there. So these things are still going on. They're online. There's so many online networking events and they're massively attended. Um, lots of people, lots of people turning up to them and lots of people listening. So again, if you can get on to networking and you will build, borrow that audience of people in the network because the, the people that are organising it need to get as many people in that room at once or as many people on the online room at once so they can make it viable for them to run it. So that is, they are creating the audience for you to get in to speak to. 
So number three. Number four is Facebook groups. Now there's two, a few different ways you can do this in Facebook groups. You can just go into the group and engage with people in that group. Now I run my own um, Kent business community group, which has got nearly, I think it's about 2,800 people. Let me have a look, actually. I've got it running in the background there. Uh, I think there's about 2,800 people in that group. That is a ready-made audience to people. Now, what a lot of people are now doing, yeah, 2,000, just over 2,800 members in that group. What a lot of people are doing is they are going in there and they are doing lives and they are borrowing that audience of 2,800 people. Now, at any one time, the average amount of people online in that group throughout the day is about 1,400 people. So you are borrowing an audience of 1,400 people in that group to sell, not to sell to, but to get you seen. Um, and the other thing is to do is go in there and engage with people. If you engage with people on their posts, you talk to them on their posts, it's gonna, they're gonna see that and they're gonna like the fact of that, and then they're gonna reciprocate, they're gonna start following you. Once they start following you, they become a member of your audience. So Facebook groups is massive. Same with any of the, the sort of uh, places that have got groups, uh, LinkedIn and things like that. If you can get into them, you can start doing lives, you can start doing videos, and again, they don't just, it's not just that one event, it stays in there. All right, it may go down the algorithm, but you just then bump it back up. So when someone engages with you, you engage with them, blah, 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 and it keeps it bumped to the top. So get into Facebook groups and borrow the group. That entire group, however many people, is is gonna have an audience of however many people. Now, some of the Facebook groups got 19, 20, 100,000 people in them, but just do be mindful to make sure you're not directly selling and you are not breaking, breaking even, any of the group rules, because if you do start breaking the group rules, they're gonna kick you out. It's as simple as that. They are not gonna want you in there because you are breaking the rules, because most of the Facebook groups are set up for the person that runs the Facebook group to have their own personal audience of however many people it may be, for them to sell to. So they're not gonna want you going in there to sell to them. But if you can go in there and you can give value and you can engage with people in those Facebook groups, hey, Connor, mate, how you doing? Um, then you will, get that audience as well. So that's number four, is Facebook groups. Now number five, and another easy, simple one to do, is guest blogs. If you can get onto somebody, and because people, inherently it's like journalists, they're lazy, they want you to do a, an article for them. If you can do the same, if you can give somebody a good value, um, guest blog that you can go onto and you can talk and you can, you know, you can give them the article pre-done, it means that's one less for them to have to do, so they're gonna love it. But again, you are jumping on. Now you find the big bloggers and people like that, they are getting millions of reads, millions of downloads, that kind of thing, or hundreds of thousands or whatever it may be. But you are jacking in and you are borrowing their audience because once you've been on there, again, it's gonna stay there. Once it's on that internet, it's gonna stay there. And it is also gonna be seen by that entire person's audience. They're gonna have done the hard work for you. And once you've got on there, they're gonna go, all oh, right, here's a chap, he knows what he's talking about. First of all, he's on this well-known blog. Secondly, he's talked about whatever, he knows what he's talking about, he's an expert in his field. Let's go find him, let's go follow him. So you get that part of the audience as well. So that's number five, guest blogs. Number six is trade mags, always massive. If you can get your article into a trade mag, again, um, we um, we regularly get featured in a trade mag um, called Catering Insight. It's got about 35,000 uh, readers per month. So 
that's an audience of 35,000 people straight away. And again, position yourself as the expert in your field, do that kind of thing, and you are borrowing that audience. The amount of people that when you speak to say, oh, how did you find our company? They turn around and said, oh, I saw your article on the Catering Insight magazine for Nationwide Ventilation. I see the article you did, and you know, so therefore you pick the work up from there. And it is a massively easy way to do it because again, people that are doing online magazines, online articles, they can be, a lot of people are now changing over from the physical hard copy one to um, an online one, whether it's a downloaded one in a PDF format or whatever it may be, but people want articles. It's bloody hard work. Continually doing blogs, continually doing trade mags, and having to generate the content yourself. So, if you can turn up and it makes it easy for that person, you're generating content for them, but you're getting the benefit out of it that you are borrowing their audience. Some of the trade magazines are massive. It's, it's why it goes back to the good old days of the Sun newspapers and things like that when they were doing so much in advertising. Same with TV, same sort of thing. You are borrowing that audience of readers. So trade magazines are another fantastic one to get into. And another final one, engaging with celebs and influencers on social media. Trust me, this is absolutely massive. If you can be seen to be having a meaningful conversation and engaging with somebody on social media, people look at them, because these big celebs and influencers, they've got loads of followers. Now, I was on uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's page on Facebook, had a couple of quick conversations with him, which he replied to, and we had a bit of dialogue set up and going. Literally, within that period of time, I think I've got something like about six, 700 new followers just from that. And they were people from America, people from all over the show that were reading the fact that I was having a, a conversation and they see you as linked with that influencer, that celebrity. They're almost endorsing you by having a conversation with you. Um, obviously, you've got to make it something the celebrity or the influencer wants to talk about um, for them to engage with you back. But in doing that, people see you as, oh, he must be the in-person to be talking to as well. He knows Gary Vaynerchuk. He's having a conversation with Gary Vaynerchuk or he may be talking with Rob Moore. So many times, these big celebrities, they will talk to you. You would be surprised. People like Rob Moore and that, they love to get stuck in and have a conversation with you. And you don't always have to agree with them. And they know that as well. Many times, it's uh, Rob Moore does say he likes to have other people sort of given an opposing position to what he is, so it gets the, t gets the conversations flowing. So you don't have to blow smoke up their ass, guys. You don't have to agree with everything they're saying, but engaging with them, trust me, you are borrowing their audience. I think Rob Moore's got something like 135,000 followers um, on his Facebook page. So if you engage with him on that page, all of those followers see that, and you are borrowing these 135,000 people, which is his audience, you are borrowing with them by engaging with him, guys. And at the end of the day, we all need to be getting an audience. If you've got no audience, there's nobody to sell to, there's nobody to engage with. Um, so make sure you do it. Then them seven things. So podcast number one, number two, or getting on a podcast number one, number two, public speaking at events, number three, networking, number four, Facebook groups, number five, guest blogs, number six, articles and trade mags, number seven, engaging with celebs and influencers you will start to build a massive, massive audience from it. And it is so easy to do. But what you do have to do, like with anything in any of these things, you have to be consistent because engaging with them and doing these things is effectively all marking. So you need to be doing it consistently.
consistently, consistently, and consistently, because it comes down to this however many touch points. I know it used to be like four or five touch points. I think in this digital age now, it's somewhere between 15 and 20 touch points with a person before they will start to meet, like, no, trust you, and therefore engage with you and join you as an audience, guys. So some of these things are very simple to do. The Facebook groups, things like that, are very easy for anyone to get stuck into and do. Same with the networking, because people want you to go networking, because um, they want the numbers in the room or they want the numbers in their meetings. Um, public speaking is a little bit more tricky because you've got to be seen as an expert and, again, podcasting. But if you can already have your own podcast, it gives you that added benefit of you're both sharing each other's audiences, guys. So I hope those seven points make sense. Again, um, please, if you do like it, share it, let everybody know, because at the end of the day, we all need to build an audience to be heard. But at the end of the day, the quick and easy way to do it is to borrow somebody else's audience. And the bigger that person may be, or the bigger the celeb may be, or the bigger the podcast is, or the bigger the Facebook group, the bigger the audience in there, guys. Right. I hope that all makes sense. Leave you to it, guys. Speak to you all later on. Cheers, guys. Bye. Remember, folks, stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.